Welcome to the Practical Ministry segment of the Born to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Tracy B. Richards. If you are a small business owner who believes that your work is a sacred service meant to glorify God and serve your neighbors, then my friend, you are in the right place. By sharing my own personal journey with you, I hope to offer a bit of wisdom to all of my listeners. So get comfy while I share the insights, highlights, and face-down moments that are all part of the messy journey of following Jesus. So when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about in this episode, I thought it would be a good idea just to look back on 2022 and uh, see all the things that I learned and all the things that I I got into. So I know that um, some of you may know that I moved to a small town in southeastern Ontario in June of 2021 from the big city, Toronto, which was an unexpected move. And um, for a lot of reasons, I couldn't really understand why I did it. It didn't make much sense, except for the fact that I felt called by God. If there's anything that I learned in 2022, it's that God has encouraged me and that his calling is getting clearer and clearer. So I'm so grateful for how and where God has been leading me, and I'm truly amazed how he is developing my ministry here. So in the last episode, I said I was going to talk about burnout. And the best way I know how to do that is to take you on a little tour of what I experienced in 2022. It was my first winter living in the country, and I noticed a few things about myself. First of all, I get emotional around the holidays. I never really realized that before, but I certainly was faced with some roller coaster emotions around the holidays and being far from my family and being around people who have a lot of family and who are spending their time with family. And it was a little bit lonely. Um, And the other thing I noticed was that I need sunshine. There's not a lot of sunny days or there weren't last year anyway. And I don't know if that's the same in the city. I'm sure it is. But I noticed it and I had to get a happy light. So it was, um, it was really interesting to find that my mood was being dictated by how much sunshine there was. Another thing I learned is that I have certain destructive habits that come out when I'm not feeling good, when I'm feeling emotional, when I'm feeling moody. And uh, one of the wonderful things, the opportunities that came available to me in early 2022 was a program called the Genesis Process. And the Genesis Process is a program that is used widely in uh, recovery circles, but it's a really good program for anyone who wants to get a handle on their destructive behaviors. It's biblically based, and um, it really helped me to learn and understand what motivates me and the things that I do that lead to a destructive behavior. So as I normally do when I learn things about myself or when I want to grow and evolve and mature, I guess, is uh, experimentation. It's one of the things that I rely on because when I'm nervous about something or when I'm feeling uncertain, I need to look at things in a way that saves me from feeling committed to it. So I can explore, I can experiment, and then I can decide whether or not this is something that I want to move forward with or not. 
One of the things I experimented with was using the Genesis process exercises to overcome some of my destructive habits. Another thing that I was doing was developing healthy, godly habits. So I really felt that in order to bring myself out of my moodiness, I had to do things that were more godly, such as daily devotionals. That's pretty, pretty straightforward. A lot of people do that. Spending more time with God. And another thing that I did for a physical experimentation to really challenge myself was to do a 90-day karate workout challenge. And that was with my friend Ingeborg, who runs the Mizumi School of Karate. And every morning we met on Zoom at 7.30 a.m. and worked out in a karate fashion. The last thing that I'll say is that I started my first vegetable garden. And that was really a challenge, but a very welcome one. So with all these things going in early 2022, things were going pretty well until things started to get busy. And then wedding season happened. So um, as some of you know, I am a wedding officiant and I was traveling back and forth from Madoc to Toronto pretty much every weekend doing two to three weddings a week. And it was brutal. <laughs> um, and uh, in addition to that, for whatever reason, I decided to run for council here in Centre Hastings. It was an amazing experience, but as you can imagine, three days a week in Toronto, four days a week in Madoc, and during those four days, I was knocking on doors and meeting people. So it was quite a challenge, and I could not wait for November to happen. When wedding season would be over, the campaign would be over, the municipal election happened on October 24th, and I was looking forward to going to Miami to see my, my kids. And I was just hanging in there, hanging in there to try and get to November 1st. But then something happened that I could not have predicted. And that was all of a sudden, out of nowhere, people started reaching out. People in crisis started reaching out to me. Now, I'm the kind of person that really likes to help people. And I, you know, I'm a marketplace minister. I'm, I'm a counselor. And it's natural for people to come to me, and I, I, I want to encourage that. But the state of mind and the state of physical exhaustion that I was in, I just could not cope. I couldn't deal with all of this um, extra burden, I guess. So I was experiencing burnout. I realized that, once again, <laughs> I had pushed myself to a point where I just couldn't manage everything that I had said yes to. And so I didn't know how to say no. Um, and the catalyst came right at the end of October when there was a very tragic um, accident here in Madoc. And the funeral director reached out to me to ask me if I could officiate a young boy's funeral. And of course, I wanted to say yes. I, every fiber of my being felt that this was the right thing to do and I had to help these people. But the other part of me knew that I was in no condition to do this. And I didn't know how to say no. In fact, I felt like I had to say yes. And one of the things that I, I guess God led me to was to speak to our pastor. So we've only been in Madoc a year and a half at this point, And we had just started going to a new church. And I didn't really know the pastor, but I just felt I had no choice. I, I had to speak to somebody. I had to have 
godly wisdom in this situation. And I learned two things from that conversation with our pastor. One is, I have a savior complex. Yes, this may not be a surprise to people who know me, but I definitely have a savior complex. And I think that I need to be there for everybody. One of the things I tell myself is, well, if I don't do it, who will? And that it has to be me. But the other thing I learned from that conversation was, guess what? I'm not God's only option. (laughs) Ta-da! Light bulb moment. So um, I really wanted to to embody that. I really wanted to learn that lesson once and for all because I'll be honest with you, this wasn't the first time I've been in burnout. This wasn't the first time I've crossed this bridge. So I didn't want to have it happen again and again. And I turned to scripture. And I found one particular scripture that helped me, and that was 2 Corinthians 12, 9, which says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. So that scripture really helped me a lot. I read it pretty much every day, and what it taught me was not to be ashamed of my weakness and to give everything to God. I knew that already, but, you know, we're resistant. We are often really relying on our own strength, and it was just another reminder to take it to the next level and give everything to God. The other thing I learned was that taking on more than I can handle is a recurring problem, and I can't let myself get to that point anymore. I just, I just can't. I can't fulfill God's call on my life if I'm depleted, and so, you know, my mandate as a savior or a codependent or whatever is to help people and always be there for people. And if I really want that to happen, then I have to take care of myself and I have to know my boundaries. So the big aha moment was that I really need to create discipline around this. Um, I, I have to put into practice the things that I learned in the Genesis process, which, you know, was very timely. And I, I'm sure there's no accident that I learned the disciplines of the Genesis process just before I experienced a major burnout. So here are the things that I'm going to put into play. And um, the first item is really part of why I write my blog. It's why I write devotionals. It's why I'm doing this podcast is to hold myself accountable because I can make all the plans in my life that I want. But if there is no accountability, if I'm secretly, you know, in the background procrastinating or you know, just not not carrying through the things that I said I would do in earnest, then what what is the point? So we need an accountability team. This is what I learned in Genesis Process, is that there are people around us who we can trust, who know our heart, who know our failures and, and tendencies, and we need to give them permission to call us out on things because they love us and they're watching and sometimes they can see things that are unfolding before we can. So when I feel like I'm starting to slide, I need to reach out to them and say, hey, this is where I'm at. Give me some feedback. What's your advice? What have you noticed? And uh, let them help and advise me. The other thing is to ask for prayer. Now, I'm not somebody that has grown up in the church, so it's not a normal thing for me. It's, it's really taken a while for me to appreciate that other people pray. 
for us <laughs> and that it's a natural thing. And there are people in Madoc, definitely in this community, that it's like it's like breathing. You know, people are always praying, can I pray for you? Um, so to really ask for that and not be ashamed of asking for that. And again, seeking godly advice like I did with my pastor, like talking to someone who actually is a teacher and someone who is called to minister to a group of people and trusting that and trusting that he has that um, authority uh, from God himself. And then again, you know, don't take on anything new without seeking God's guidance and will. That's a huge one. And I think that's the thing that is going to carry me forward in 2023 because I basically have made a vow and a promise to myself and to God that I won't take on anything new without seeking his will. And then, of course, uh, continuing to develop godly habits. So after this burnout, um, I joined a Bible study, which is incredible. Um, I started memorizing scripture, starting with that uh, um, 2 Corinthians 12, 9 scripture. I started memorizing that. I joined a walking club, and I'm taking care of my body in new ways. And so that all sounds really wonderful, but how do I take it forward into 2023? So if ministry is defined as work being a sacred service meant to glorify God and serve our neighbors, then I really want to help myself carry that into 2023. This podcast is called Practical Ministry because that is what my work is, practical ministry. And it's for people who consider their work to be the same. So in 2023, as I think ahead and I plan and make goals and, you know, just envision what life is going to be like in 2023, I'm really considering my ministry and how I want it to grow. And I'm asking myself what is God's plan for my ministry? It's not about me. It's not about what I think or what I want. It's what God wants. And so I'm wondering, you know, how can I move forward in my life and ministry feeling confident that I'm actually aligned in God's will? And so as I pondered that, I started coming to certain realizations. And one is nothing belongs to me. Everything belongs to God. So we are entrepreneurs. We are small business owners. And we are creating things. We want to sell things or offer services. But it's important to remember that none of it is ours. And we're not doing it for us. We're doing it for the service of God. And we are stewards. Anything that we are given as a result of our ministry. Um, I have a beautiful property that I live on in Madoc. And I'm, I'm just, I pinch myself every day when I walk around it. But it's not mine. And my job is to steward it. My job is to take care of it. My job is to make it prosper and grow. So in order to make godly decisions and choose wisely, I know that I can't rely on my own mind or, or my own strength. I need to be able to discern God's will. And so that brought me to another scripture, which is Romans 12.2, and it goes, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So renewing my mind can only come through the word of God, 
And knowing God's will is something that I've been looking for and searching for for years, my whole life probably. And I've never really understood like how that works. How do we know that God is speaking to us? How do we know what he's saying? How do we know what he wants? And so what I'm going to talk about now is really the process that he has laid out for me through his grace and mercy, honestly, um, because I was seeking it. And when you seek God's will, he will answer. So I will say one thing here about scripture memorization. <laughs> now, this is something that I resisted for a long, long time and so admired people in actually in my Born to Fly group because it's that's what they modeled to me. That was the pattern that they showed me was every week when we meet for our pit stop meetings, generally a lot of people are talking about what scripture they're memorizing. And I thought, wow, what a daunting task that is. I'll never be able to do that. But <laughs> I was wrong. Um, God led me to it. And uh, when I did it, it felt like he seemed to unlock a code that I wasn't privy to before. And so I really want to say how incredibly powerful it is to actually memorize scripture because there are countless times when I've been in conversations with people, just regular conversations, and the conversation leads to a spot where that scripture is so perfectly suited to the situation that we're talking about. And I had it right there at the tip of my tongue. And it was the most amazing thing. So going forward in 2023, God has put on my heart to commit to not taking on anything new uh, without seeking his guidance and will. And in order to seek his guidance and will, he revealed what feels like a sacred structure. And here's what it looks like for me. First of all, lifting up the decision to God and just giving it over to him. And the way that I do that now is I write it down. I have a planner and I write it down, whatever it is, a goal or an idea that I have. I also do a double bind exercise from the Genesis process. I also pray, uh, I journal, and I do devotionals. And I wait for him to answer. So this looks like just being patient while he slowly reveals his answer. And he does that by giving me various insights. And they come from scripture, from Bible study, from conversations that I'm having, from different experiences, and also through small miracles, which I call his whispers. And it's like him letting me know that it is his work that I'm witnessing. And so these insights feel like breadcrumbs, you know, like from Hansel and Gretel. And I feel like they're designed to lead me home, which is along the narrow path. And as I follow them, I gain more and more confident. And then I feel him pressing on my heart. And when I feel that pressure, it's not a decision anymore. It's just a knowing that whatever it is that I was wondering about, I just know the answer. I know if it's yes or no, or which direction to go. So I, I'm sharing this because I really hope it'll be something that you can use and be inspired by. I know that uh, burnout is a very real thing and it can be debilitating. And it is my prayer for all of you as entrepreneurs to really check your hearts and to be honest with yourselves about how you treat yourselves on a day-to-day -day basis. You may have a savior complex like me, or you may just be a workaholic, but um, I feel like God 
is really there for us and able to show us what he wants. And when we can discern that, things just get so much easier and more joyful. So that is really my prayer and my wish for you. And so I'll close with just how I, I always look upon the year and I, I choose a word for the year. And this year's word is maturity. For me, that means spiritual maturity. And that is aligning myself with the will of God, being responsible for all areas of my life. And that means financially, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And for spiritually, it really is prioritizing God above all things. So when we put him in front of everything else, when we start our day with him, when we don't worry about how much time we're spending in the word or spending in devotionals or just on our knees praying, um, everything else just falls into place. It, it always happens beautifully. And I will say that I'm sitting here recording this podcast right now <laughs> with a wonderful engineer named Ezio from Madoc. And maybe one day I'll tell you that story because it's, it's a perfect example of how God works. And I just trusted him. And he, he put on my heart to find someone local. And I found him. And here he is, and we're having a great time. And he's giving me a little woo-woo with his fist there. So um, just want to close off by saying um, this one quote. I found it in a Glorify app. It's a great app that I use every morning for devotionals. And it was perfectly positioned the other day for preparation for this. And it goes, stay focused on the direction that God has shown you not the distraction that keeps calling out to you. And by shown you, he means through scripture, Bible study, conversations, experiences, and small miracles. And then, of course, distraction comes from the flesh, comes from the mind, comes from the enemy. So resist it at all costs. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, may you continue to serve God and your neighbors faithfully. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Born to Fly podcast. If you liked it, please leave a review on Google Podcast or Apple Podcast. And don't forget to share it with your friends. If you'd like to know more about Born to Fly, go to borntofly.faith. There you can discover our How to Find Your Calling course and a community for like-minded entrepreneurs. Looking forward to having you back next time.